0: Hey hey, hey! welcome to another story sold um it is November, and it is almost time for thanksgiving um a time of gratefulness um a time to celebrate love um family, and all that all that it eats <laughs> um and speaking of gratefulness um today's story sold is one of gratefulness um for some reason, it is on me this year. Um, last year, when this time passed, um, I did not, of course, not acknowledge it. Um, but this time this year, I don't know why. Um, it is heavy on me. <laughs> it is heavy on me. Um, yeah, man. So so, uh, this is the anniversary, and I'm using my air quotes, time of my um attempt to take myself out of here um I had given up I had um chosen that um or made the decision that my oldest uh would be better off without me um that she deserved a healthy mom and in my mind I decided that healthy just was not within my reach um that it was not um anything that I could attain for her not mentally health not mentally healthy and so um I tried I really really tried um but it was difficult um I had given I was driving to um, work one day and um the week prior I could see myself running my car into a tree um and I was like, oh, like I had to really snatch my wheel back and snatch my, my mind back. Cause my daughter was in the car and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to hurt her. Like, I don't want her. I want, I don't know, but I am not happy. I cannot get myself together. Um, she was one. Um, we had, um, just stopped about a month or two prior, um, breastfeeding and, um, I, in my mind, thought that um, postpartum, I was way past that, um, but it definitely hit a different level um, when I stopped breastfeeding. It's a huge hormone letdown, and there's scientific facts behind all of this, but I didn't know at the time. Um, I remember going to drop her off at my aunt's house and telling her, like, I'm going, I've am going. i got to go check myself in because even... Uh, I, like, I couldn't get it together. Um, even before then, um, I I had a a manic episode. I had called my mom. I, I just was, I couldn't get it together. I was rocking my oldest. I was in my room. I don't even remember major detail, but I remember that for maybe two days straight, I cried. I could not stop crying. Everything. I couldn't stop crying. Um... Uh, My husband at the time was out of town. Um, I could not, um, even to try to get a hold of him was not possible. That's another story. (laughs) Um, So I called my mom and she came over and I don't remember much of what she said, um, but I was ready to leave my baby and let my aunt or my mother raise her that's how bad I was um so I had made the decision um to check myself into a facility because I needed help um and I didn't know how I had never been that deep I was um talking to a friend just trying to get my mind right she was super helpful um even the stuff that happened before um this attempt um even the stuff that happened before uh, my friend literally she walked me through a lot of what I was going through but it just it it this was more difficult I was embarrassed to say you know what I was going through I couldn't articulate what I was going through I couldn't um yeah it was hard it was hard um but I, I I felt like that was probably the best thing for me to do is to try to check myself into this facility. And I did. And um, I can't even say that was the best thing for me in hindsight, other than the fact that it gave me a break and it gave me quiet. But I will say, as a side note, the mental health facilities here, um, especially in emergency crisis care situations, are not good for people who struggle with mental health if anything it made it made me feel even more um vulnerable um and I know that their job is to eliminate anything that would allow me to harm myself but I felt like I was in jail like they were they were very harsh um they were very harsh. I remember, um, it was very sterile. They took my clothes, they took my phone, um, which again, these were all preventative measures for me not to, um, try to attempt or protect myself, but I wasn't in a volatile state. I was literally just emotional and I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it together. I could not get it together. Um, I cannot <laughs> so it was not a good facility um I think that they again our mental health system here is not conducive for people who um for these specific um mental health diagnosis I'll say it that way um because every diagnosis doesn't look the same and it doesn't present the same so it should not warrant the same treatment if that makes sense um and so just fast forward what they diagnosed me with was deep depression and I had um a manic episode um which was what was happening um but I didn't want to, I'm not a person about medication I get a headache and I'll ride it out I try not to take medicine to the last the last um <laughs> the very last uh result uh, or as would I would take medication and they were um there's like medicine that they already have ready for you and there were um antidepressants and then there were some medicines to calm you down, um some anxiety medicine and it was like a, a list and I was like, I don't want any of these and I I remember um them putting me in a room and I was praying I'm like, Lord I just ugh, I don't I don't belong here. Like I don't I don't belong here. And I kept telling them like I I know what I I know I walked myself in here. But there has to be something else. Like there's this is not like there has to be something else. Um, um yeah. So anyway, um, they there were people who would come and talk to me. Um there was a um medical group, I think from like one of our local colleges, um, who early in the morning they were like um, there's a, they want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I, could, I remember I couldn't answer their questions because I was sobbing. Like, I just couldn't get it out. I was sobbing. And they were like, are you okay? No. Clearly, I'm here. I'm not okay. Um, but that night, I had a sober thought. There was a, um, a word um, spoken over me. Um, I want to say... It was, no, 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 that didn't happen yet. There, okay, I was going to say, it was, it was something, but that didn't happen yet. That didn't happen until December. So, um, so anyway, the, there was a, um, I was reading my Bible and I was writing some things down and, and this weird little pen that they gave me, <laughs> but I was writing some things down, um, and it was. Um it was something I had been praying about for geez, I kid you not my about six years. Um, it seemed like every new year I was praying for um single mindedness, not double mindedness, because the double minded man is unstable in all his ways. And so there were ways about me that was double, um, whether that was my mental health, whether that was um me trying to be um quote unquote perfect for um the my husband or the image that you know he tried to portray or have us portray um being happy or portraying to be happy when I knew the things that were going on in my home um just a lot of stuff I'm trying to stay positive when I know that I felt cloudy in my mind so there were a lot of things and like I said for about six years I prayed for sober-mindedness and that scripture came up again um And paired with, um, having the mind of Christ, I just kept saying that, um, that I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. And of course, um, God is stable, the Lord is stable, so he doesn't have a double mind. So how can I obtain this mind of Christ that in that, that mind of Christ is the single mind. So that is, what's going to get me up out of here. Right. (laughs) Um, along with therapy and um, you know, this, I had to surrender to, um, some medication, um, and it was antidepressants for about, um, I think I was on it for about three months. Um, so anyway, back in the hospital, um, I was supposed to be there for 72 hours. Uh, I ended up getting out the night before because I remember them doing a COVID test. And the only way you can go upstairs is if you pass the like if you did not have COVID. Um, and I, I obviously went upstairs because I didn't have COVID. And then there was one of the doctors that came in. He had a whole mask and shield on. He was like, we're going to go ahead and send you home. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm thinking, Lord, okay, man. He said, no, ma'am, you, you have COVID. I was like, oh, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> so I went home. Um, I went home um that next day um my husband that came back in town um I did not speak to him or anything like that while I was there um I think he went to get our daughter everything's kind of fuzzy but anyway he went to get our daughter and I was quarantined for the next 14 days so right before Thanksgiving um it was I was out out of quarantine and so I had more time to think and be by myself and just reflect on one how I got there um where my mind was to read to study um and to get myself kind of back to center um uh, and it was a way for me to kind of see me being there but not being there it's kind of like how um in movies people have these dreams and like you're outside of your body and you can watch yourself living your life but you're not there and you can't interact that's kind that's how it was for me in quarantine i couldn't interact i couldn't i was watching my life and i knew i didn't want to leave my family like i didn't want to leave my daughter i didn't want to not be a mother to her um But at that particular moment or point weeks while I was in quarantine, I couldn't mother her because I didn't want to get her sick. Um, You know, I couldn't be hands on and I missed her. Um, And that was more important to me than Well, I'm I was more important. I saw myself more important than than I did, clearly, because I felt like that my life could be um, expelled and no one would care, you know. I felt like she was young enough that she would be fine. Um, Fast forward to December. Um, I was clearly out of quarantine. Um, December, we had service where I was at church. This is when there was a word spoken over me um, about my mental health. Um, I don't know what or where or what, I couldn't even remember what the service was about. Um, but my bishop was, um, just, just praying and, and, and preaching. And he was saying about, um, that what I carried was, um, what I, what I had seen, um, and just some other things. And, uh, he declared that it was over in my life. Like the, the, the struggles of my mental health was over, and, you know, and that, um, I had to choose the mind of Christ and, he didn't give you the spirit of fear but love and a sound mind and what that sound mind meant and um he said that it wouldn't carry over it wouldn't affect the over to the to the one that i was to my womb that i was carrying and um I, you know i i i felt like that was the last of um my struggles in that way um So I continued to take my medicine, like I said, three months. I was on that, so that was November, December, and that was the end of December when we had that service.
1: January,
0: um, -January. mid-January. Mid-January, I found that I was pregnant. (laughs) With my youngest. And I was terrified because of what I just went through with postpartum I was scared I didn't want to be back in that place mentally because that was a place that I couldn't help myself I couldn't help my family I couldn't help anything um but then I thought about that service and I, I have it recorded and I listened to it again and I said wait a minute he said my mental health struggles would not um affect the wound that I'm carrying I was like did he know I was pregnant like did the Holy Spirit say that I was pregnant and no in real life I was pregnant. That. That at that particular time, um, or I was, I had to have gotten pregnant somewhere after, like that week after, somewhere around there, um, because literally, um, <laughs> but I didn't, I couldn't even, to be quite honest, I mean, obviously, the Lord has perfect timing that word, me being pregnant. And then all the stuff that happened afterwards that I, I know had I not been in the right mind, had I been, had I not had the mind of Christ, man, I would have been up out of here because the stuff that happened after I found out, we found out I was pregnant was man, (laughs) man. Um, And I'll share that story in another story. So, but God is good. Um, I swear I said this (laughs) a million times in the other story. So, but God is good and he's strategic. And in this season of thankfulness, I am thankful for a sober mind. I am thankful for a single mind. Um, I am thankful for what should have worked, didn't work. I am thankful for being a mother, um, of two now. (laughs) I am thankful for, um, The ones that speak over my life and mean well. Um, I am thankful for all the things that I am learning. I am thankful for these two years that have taught me so much about myself. Um, I am thankful for uh, just life. And to be able to watch my babies grow up. Um, I am thankful because my oldest is three. (laughs) And she has a mom that is healthy she has a mom that can um be here mentally for her um she has a mom (laughs) she has a mom so I am grateful and I'm thankful that um you took the time to listen to this story so um because it was a hard one for me and, and I've heard I've heard this phrase Uh, this past weekend about I was cutting across the field um, trying to tell this story and I definitely cut across the field trying to tell this story um but I I am postpartum is is can be can be a beast can be a beast Um, but there were a lot of things that I didn't deal with um, in my past that um all of that kind of crept up on me at once and um yeah all of that crept up on me at once um so with um love and support with god of course first um with therapy um i have been on this track to mental health <laughs> um and uh, for the past two years and i'm grateful for it so tune into the next story sold and emerge and see with me.